0: no offense, I'm tired of what we can do. I want to see what God can do. Because when we give things to God, that's when God shows up and that's when God moves. I believe with all of my heart that God allowed us to go through certain things and continues to allow us to go through certain things and allows you to personally to go through certain things that aren't pleasant. Just like Gene says, when trials and temptations come, he doesn't say if they come, you need to do this. He says when they come, When they come, and he talks about when we go through trials and temptations, when we go through hard times, and if we handle those the proper way, which is to what? Get on our knees and to trust God and to allow God to direct us and allow God to move us. When we do that, he talks about it doing what? Perfecting our faith. It strengthens our faith because God shows up and God demonstrates Himself and God moves. When we did that, that's exactly what God did here at Element and we went through from september and i don't know if you felt it but many of you i know many of you did because we talked about this we had conversations about this from september through through december there was something that shifted the spirit of this church shifted can you relate with that i hope you can relate this is where amen's come out this is where we let's clap our hands let's try that for once there we go I'm not, I'm certainly not asking you to fabricate that, but a little response does help. It goes a long way, right? Um, but my point is this. Something shifted. Perspective shifted. Things shifted. People noticed it. I had conversation after conversation after conversation about what shifted, and we couldn't really put our finger on it, but it doesn't, it doesn't, uh, I don't lose the fact or lose the thought that things begin to move. When we started to fast and we started to pray. And guys, for those of you that committed to that, I just want to say another big, huge thank you. And, and that's something that I don't want us to forget about because I think that's something we need to do and maybe do it once a month or do it whatever. But I would just encourage you as, as, a, as a person of this church, as a, as a partner of this church or an attender of this church, that you would take that much involvement with the church, with this ministry element and say, I'm going to fast. I'm going to pray for this ministry, that God's going to take it where he wants to take it. And we're not going to focus on what we can do, but we're going to focus on what he tells us to do and allow him to take. And I want to tell you something. Those months, I can look back and say this for sure. Those were the easiest months of pastoring I've ever had. And it was because I wasn't trying to fix things. And I wasn't allowing other people to try to fix things. God began to move. And I was just, that, it's been such an exciting time. And I want us to ride this wave out because, guys, this is His church. It's not mine. It's not yours. It's His church I can't stress that enough. I think some of us, we say, yes, yes, yes. It's not yes, yes, yes. It is. It's His church. Okay? If He wants us to do something, we're going to follow Him. We're going to be sensitive, and we're going to follow Him. And we're going to seek Him. We're going to allow Him to guide and direct us and allow Him to do what He wants to do in His church. And that's when things are going to happen. And that's when things become uh, things that we do become extremely effective and things happen. So... As I share all that with you, during that time uh, in September, uh, the staff, as I shared, began to go through this book called Vertical Church. I remember going through a couple of these. The first couple, uh, like with any book, you, you know, the, you've, you've been there too. We go through a study and you're like, yeah, yeah, I know this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About the third or fourth week into this Vertical Church the author came, just kind of threw us a curveball that I didn't see coming whatsoever, and I mean, it just it just brought us all to our knees, and it dealt with giving God His glory, giving God His glory, and as we went through that, we looked at uh, through some Old Testament uh, stories, uh, specifically, and what you'll hear about them in the future here, Eli. Um, and his sons and how his sons were robbing God of his glory and, in fact, taking things from people would come to sacrifice things and they would take it. They would take people's sacrifices and use them for themselves. And consequently what happened is his sons got killed uh, and during that time, the Ark of the Covenant, which was all about Israel, it was all about who they were, it was their identity, because that's where God resided. The Ark of the Covenant got captured as well. All this happened in one day, and we read in that story, we read about how Eli was a big guy, and he fell, he fell backwards, I believe, and, and broke his neck, uh, you know, and that's where the whole story of Ichabod comes from. We'll talk about that if, you, if you're not familiar with that story. But it's such a powerful story, and it literally just, the way the author presented it, it just rocked my world because it was like, this is about God. This isn't about us. This is about God receiving His glory and about us being faithful, about us following God, about us discerning His will and following Him. And, um, and so that really began to change our thoughts and our, our perception of what ministry looks like um, and I'll tell you what, man, when we give God his ministry, we give God his glory, but we give him his church and allow him to do it. That's when, that's when God shows up. And it's just, it's just been amazing to see uh, the different ways God has been showing up at Element where students' lives have been changed through Kyle. We were able to bring on a student pastor and, uh, pastor Kyle has been doing a fantastic job and lives are being touched and changed with our students. Um, and just uh, th- through other things to men and women, some of you receiving Christ and uh, for the very first time and some of you recommitting your lives and saying, I'm going to get serious about this. This is, you know, I'm tired of just living this lackadaisical life. And, and so God just really showed up and blessed us. Uh, so as we move forward uh, here in the future here, I just want to uh, actually, you know what, before we do that. Um, because we're talking about just God moving and how great He is, uh, I want the worship team to come back. They're going to do a special song, and I want you to lean into the words of this song, because when we really begin to... Um, and if, when we begin to fast and we pray, oh, and one of the things I wanted to share with you guys um, uh, that is so... When we fast and we pray... It is so, it, it represents a sense of humility. It, it, it's going to God and saying, God, we can't fix this. God, I can't fix this. God, this isn't mine to fix. It shows a sign of contriteness. It shows a sign of humility. It shows a sign of surrender because you're coming before God and you're saying, God, you're greater than I am. God, you're the one that created this universe. You're the one that created all things. You're the one that saves lives. You're the one that just demonstrates yourself over and over and over. You're the one that changes attitudes. You're the one that changes perspectives. You're the one that unites marriages back together and heals them. You're the one that brings healing within our physical lives. You're the one that does all these things. We're not. And so we're coming before you and we're praying and we're committing all this to you. And that's when God, that's when we can truly see God and allow God to show up and demonstrate how great he truly is. We've already been singing about it, how great our God is. But I want you to listen to this special. I want you to listen to, uh, really lean into the lyrics and just listen to these lyrics because I guarantee you they're going to bless you because God is a great God. And God will demonstrate Himself in a very mighty way if we will move out of the way and allow Him to do that. Listen to this song as they sing it.
1: You for the lonely times when I learned to live in the silence, and as the other voices fade, I can hear you call me Jesus, and it's worth it all just to know you more. Great things, Jesus. Your love, love never, never fails me. me, my soul will sing. You have done, done great me. things. Thank you for the scars I've bear. May declare that you are my healer. Could I have seen your strength If you never showed me my weakness And it's worth it all Just to know you more You've done great things Jesus, your love never fails me My soul will sing You have done great things. You've done great things. In weakness you are my victory, my soul. Never let me go, and my soul will sing. You have done great things. I am weak. You are strong. You will always be my hope, and my soul will sing. You have done great things through the fire and the flood. You have never let me go, and my soul will sing. You have done great things. I am weak. You are strong. You will always be my hope and my soul will sing. You have done great things. You've done great things. Jesus, your love never fails me. My soul will sing. You, you have, have done great things. done great things. In weakness you are my victory. My soul will sing you have done great
0: God has done great things. He's done great things within our body. I want to ask this question. Has God been doing great things in your life? And I'm not talking about a prosperity gospel here. I'm talking about us getting out of the way. I'm talking about uh, us surrendering in a a contrite, humble way and saying, God, I need you to show up in my life. Every single one of us should be able to stand this morning and say, let me share with you the great things God is doing in my life. Let me share with you where God has showed up in my life. Let me share with you where I was running up against some obstacles, where I was running up against a brick wall, and I finally turned it over to God, and God is doing great things within my life. God is moving. God is doing great things. Guys, what concerns me is if we're not a church where we could have various people right now just stand up and start spouting out. where God, Something's off. Something's off. Because God wants to move in each of our lives. Maybe the reason why sometimes God we don't see God moving within our life is because we're still trying to control it. And I'm telling you, if you try to control your life, God's going to let you go as far as you want to go. He's going to let you go. And I don't mean He's going to let you go off. I'm not saying that you're going to lose your salvation and all that stuff. But I believe the lesson comes from us, from God saying, you know what, if you want to take charge, you take charge because you're going to run up against a brick wall at some point. And then hopefully then you'll turn and you will seek Me. And you'll find Me. Second Chronicles 7.14, which we're going to talk about here uh, in, a, in a few moments. But it's, it, it, it captures that. When you get on your face, when you get on your knees and humble yourself before me, I will come and I will heal your land. Maybe some of you are sitting here this morning with relationship issues, with job issues, with other types of issues within your life that you've been struggling with for a long time. Maybe it's because you're not allowing God to come into your life and do some great things. Maybe you're not wanting God to move the way He wants to. You have in your mind what it should look like, and God's saying that's not the way it's going to go. Some of us sitting in here this morning, we can resonate with this song. We've we've got scars, but from those scars, as we look back, we see where Jesus came and did great things within our lives. Some of us have been wandering around in the wilderness. Some of us are hungry. Some of us are thirsty. But we've come out of that spot because we got on our knees and we allowed God to do great things within our lives and to move us where we need to go. And because we went through that moment, because we went through that valley, because we went through that tight, dark spot, God is so much, just demonstrates Himself so much more brightly to us because we remember what that was like. And when God showed up, God began to move and do great things within our lives i 'm just suggesting guys, that if you haven 't seen God do great thing, great things in your life recently something 's off and I, and I have a hunch it 's not God it 's not god it 's when we move and we get out of the way that God is able to do great things that 's what this vertical church did for us as a staff, and that 's what we 're going to be talking about here in the future we 're going to launch into a series and we 're going to teach we 'm not sure what it 's going to look like, but we 're going to teach this this vertical church to you and allow you to embrace it and to see where God uh, is trying to get us off focusing on the horizontal so much and looking to him in that vertical relationship to say God you're the one you're the one that can move you're the one that can direct you're the one that can make things happen I can't and that's something that I think uh, we all uh, something we all need to spend some time uh, talking about here in the next couple of weeks we're going to just share with you a couple of things that we're going to talk about uh, if you want to go to the next slide, Mark, we're going to talk about a couple things. Number one, we're going to talk about this is a three week series we're going to go into that's going to set us up uh, for where we're going next. But we're going to talk about uh, it's this, this concept of PIC, this image of PIC, uh, like a picture, it's a PIC, P-I-C. And what that is is presence, Christ, or presence, identity, um, and, and living our call out. The first one is living aware of his presence. Maybe we need to spend some time understanding that God is here, that God is in our lives. As a Christian, as someone that's following Christ, we are guaranteed that His Holy Spirit is placed within our lives to help us live and to help us live a life that He's called us to live. Are we living in the awareness of His presence? Do we understand that God is living in us and wants to take us in a direction, each one of us individually, in a direction that He wants to go? Do we live in the awareness of His presence? Number two, we're going to live out our identity in Christ. Again, we spent a whole series talking about this, but this is so critical. It's so critical for us as humans because we are so um, quick we are so quick to lose sight of where we've been and where we're going. We're so quick to kind of take control. And, and we want to remind ourselves to live in the identity of Jesus Christ. What we've been blessed with as a follower of Christ. What you've been given. What God has given you and has blessed you with. And living in the, that identity versus the identity that we try to create living horizontal and, uh, horizontally. And then the next one is our call to love well. Our call to love well, and, and looking at the model of Jesus, looking how Jesus loved, can we love that way? Can we love others that way? Can we can we love others that way even when they're in sin? That's hard. I, I've had multiple conversations with individuals. One actually uh, just recently, and, and and it's it's such a hard position to be in where uh, someone is living in sin. You know, how do we love them? but yet not condone their behavior. That is a very critical place to be, and how do we do that? How do we live out our calling to love well? Isaiah, uh, in the passage of Isaiah here, 55 verses 8 through 9 in the ESV, says this, For my thoughts are not your thoughts. And this goes back to this whole vertical church. My thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. A couple of years ago, we talked about a a quote. I shared with you a quote from Mark Batterson in his book... uh, uh, the Circle Maker, and it's a about book about prayer. And he started talking about using the scientific equations and using the uh, scientific or the statistical information of how far the sun is from the, you know, how far the moon is from the earth, how far the sun is from the earth, how far the heavens, and the technology that we have to look out into space, and it measures it by light years and all these other things. And it's our mind, it, it becomes unfathomable about how big the universe is. But well, when we think about that if we could just if we can just ponder that for a second and think about how vast and how ex- how our universe is so ex- just huge this verse even carries more weight because God's saying your thoughts are not like my thoughts your ways are not like my ways and he says for as the heavens are higher than the earth so when we start thinking about that god's saying as vast as this universe is that's how different my thoughts are than your thoughts and i don't think god was saying this in a condescending way i think god shares this with us through the prophet of isaiah to say there's hope you think you're up against a brick wall, you think that relationship can't be healed? you think that this has been broken, can't be repaired? you think all these you, you think this one-dimensional thought where God is saying this, give it to me. I'll show you great things. Give it to me. I'll demonstrate myself. Give it to me, and let me show you who can make a difference within your lives. Guys, that's where we're going as a church. We're going to go in a way, we're going to go in the direction where we're saying, God, this is your church. And we're not going to focus on this horizontal stuff. We're going to focus on you. We're going to focus on our vertical relationship. We're going to understand our position in God, our position in Christ. And we're going to give him everything that we have. And when he says move, we move. When he says go, we go. When He says think this way, that's the way we think. When He says do this, do that, that's the direction we go because that's when things happen. It's God's ministry. His thoughts are so much grander than ours. His will, His way is so much bigger than ours. I don't know about you. I don't really get overwhelmed with that. It floods my soul with peace. Because I want to tell you something. You want something botched up? Let me try to put an answer on it. And... That goes for you too. There's nothing that will botch up something quicker that is spiritual is than when we try to overlay our human thoughts on God. We will mess that up every single time because we do not have the capacity to do what only God can do. I'm fine with trusting God. I'm fine with saying, God, this is yours. You direct us. You take us because your ways are so much grander than mine. And your thoughts are so much higher. And you're the one that's going to do great things. You're the one that's going to change lives. You're the one that's going to make things happen within the body of element. Guys, I just want to implore that you get on that same page with us. And as we go here in, the, here in this year, as we start off, and we start talking about the pick, about the presence, the identity, and the call, and then we launch into Vertical Church, I just implore that you... Just commit to this teaching and be a part of it. Because I guarantee you, if you do, God is going to do some great things. And we're going to see God show up even bigger. And uh, we're going to have a lot of things to celebrate. So I'm really, I, I am super excited where we're going. And I want to, I'm, I'm super excited in sharing with you where we're going. Because God is God's going to do some great things here uh, at Element Church. And that's not for our glory, okay? Guys, I'm telling you, that's so tricky because we're humans and we want to take that glory so quickly, don't we? Look what we've done. This isn't what we've done. It's look what God is doing. Look what God is going to do through just average people. Remember the story as I close. Remember the story uh, where some of the disciples were out. It was an axe. And some of the disciples were out and they were doing some really big things. You know, they were doing some really big things, right? And you remember the reaction of the people? They looked at him and they said, Aren't these those ordinary people that follow Jesus? Aren't these the guys that are fishermen? Aren't these just the regular individuals that were following Jesus? How in the world can they pull this off? How in the world are they able to do this? You see, that's what the human mind thinks. How are they able to do this? They weren't doing anything. God was doing everything in and through them. And because of that, God was getting glory. People were looking at them and seeing God move and demonstrate himself. Guys, that's what I want. I want us to go out into our world as culture changers in the Blissfield area, the Adrian area, the northern, Ohio, northwest Ohio area, wherever we find our place, wherever our circles are at. I, my prayer is that if you're part of Element Church, as you go out into the culture, people are going to look at you and say, isn't he just an ordinary person? Isn't, isn't she... Who is she? Isn't she just that person from Blissfield? Isn't she just that person from Adrian? How are these things happening? Because God's moving. God is demonstrating himself. God is doing great things. That's what I want to see happen. And that's what I want us to... I hope the year of 2015 is going to be a year of celebration. Because we got out of the way. And God got in control. And he literally rocked this That's what I want to see happen. And I hope and pray that that's what you want to see happen too. And so, uh, again, we're going to launch into this next series here next week. So please, again, please just stay committed. Come, and then uh, we're just going to have some good times following God and seeing Him show up. Why don't you stand and let me close my time here with a word of prayer and just asking God's blessing upon His words. Father, I thank you so much for being here today. I thank you so much for what you are about, to, what you have been doing here at Element, where you have been changing lives, where you have been healing people, where you have been delivering people, where you have been restoring relationships, where you have been showing up and just doing great things. Father, we celebrate you here this morning because we know that's none of not, nothing. None of that comes from us, but it's coming from you. And Father, we just thank you so much for your presence being here. I thank you so much for the individuals of Element Church that committed to fasting and praying. And as we continue to do that in some form or fashion here in the new year, I thank you so much for where we've been, for showing up when we, when we committed to fast and pray. I thank you so much for the individuals that committed to that. And I pray that you would just give them a special blessing here this morning, knowing that because of their faithfulness, you just demonstrated yourself over and over and over again. And Father, as we launch into this new year of 2015, I pray that we will see great things. I pray that we will see you move in mighty ways. I pray that you will just come and that you will rock the very foundations, uh, the very foundation of this church as we strive hard to follow you and give you your glory. Father, it's all about you. It's always going to be about you. And we acknowledge that and we give all of this to you. And we just thank you for letting us be a part of it. We thank you for calling us into your family. We thank you for the salvation that you give us. We thank you for the grace and salvation that you continue to extend here at Element Church to individuals that may not know you. Father, we just give you great thanks. And Father, I pray in this new year coming that we would just continue to humble ourselves before you. And allow you to be you. And may you demonstrate yourself bringing yourself glory. And we pray all of this in the powerful name of your son, our Lord, and our Savior, Jesus Christ. In his name, amen.